thank you very much for agreeing to um, to do this. Um, just to, um, it's uh, be be good to catch up on your news. Um, Al, you're married to Lindsay. You've got four kids. Well, they're they're probably they're grown up now, yeah. really, aren't they? Um, four adults, yeah. Four, four adults, um, and you've also got quite a lot of animals. Yes, we have. We've got two dogs. Um, we have three cats and two rabbits. So quite busy in your house, I would imagine. Yeah. Al, tell us about your work. You work at the hospital, don't you? I do, Fiona. So Fiona, uh, as most people know, I, I work at the infirmary as a consultant orthopaedic surgeon. So I, I treat conditions of the bones, the joints. Um, and apart from being a, a doctor, I have a few other responsibilities in, in staffing, administration, in training. Uh, etc. So it's a very busy, it's a very fulfilling life. Yeah. Mm. And you treat mainly children? Um, um, I think about 40, 60% uh, of my work is, is children, about 40% uh, adults. So uh, I'm very fortunate in that respect. I love the variety. I, I see newborn babies and I see really elderly uh, people with hip fractures, for instance. So I, I enjoy the variety. Good. So, Al, um, we've been hearing a lot about the NHS. Uh, we've been really appreciating everything that you guys have been doing. What's been hard for you in the hospital over these last months? Um, well, as um, most people would say, I'm, I'm a, a generally a very optimistic person. I see, I see the possibilities and the challenges rather than dwelling on on the ne negative aspects of of most tasks. Uh, but Clearly, infrastructure is the is the biggest challenge we faced because most uh, resources, many staff have been uh, diverted either towards looking after COVID or or creating spare capacity in in case or in 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 the event of an anticipated increase in COVID. So, uh, for instance, operating theatres have been left fallow. Um, uh, clinics have been cut. Uh, we can't see patients in clinics. Part, that's partly to reduce the transmission of COVID in hospital. Because you can imagine, in a in a small contained space where you have lots of people, well, that's a perfect situation for transmission. So hospitals, paradoxically, could become uh, a hotspot. So cl clinics have been cancelled, and that, as you can imagine, is a really difficult aspect of working as a doctor because you rely on face to face and physical examinations, that kind of thing. Mm. So waiting lists and things, I guess, are, um, a lot of things have been disrupted. Um, I guess this is going to have long-term implications, isn't it, um, for patients and treatment? Absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, we've, I think we've done quite well to uh, prepare infrastructure for for peaks. But uh, I think we're having, it, having a, a greater difficulty working out when should things return to normal you know normalcy uh, how should we return uh, capacity people facilities to work as they were working pre-covid that's that's proving to be a really difficult um, uh, question to solve currently mm, thank you so that's something the church family could be be yeah. praying particularly for you guys in um al um, have there been any good things for you to come out of um, these last few months? Um, I'd say the biggest thing that I can think of that's been positive is is an opportunity to to change certain systems. 
Um, you know, people get very used to working in a pattern. It tends to have been um, formulated in some instances several decades ago. And changing something in a big institution like the NHS is really very difficult sometimes. And one one really great thing has been to um, uh, to uh, to make changes to um, to the way we work, certain departments, certain teams, certain services. I think that's been a really positive thing. The other positive thing is that you see a side of people that you otherwise wouldn't have seen. So in adversity, you see resilience, you see uh, commitment, you see uh, dedication, uh, which in many circumstances you would just have never had the opportunity to do. So I think um, I think in that respect, we're very fortunate. Yeah, mm, and we're so grateful to you guys for uh, for um, all the work and, and everything that you've been doing for us. Absolutely, um, and, and and you know the NHS is. It, the value of the NHS is is uh, brought in stark relief. You know, when you hear about people, for instance, in other countries being turned away from hospitals because uh, there isn't the capacity or they haven't got the finance. You know, nothing like that happens here, and we are really very blessed. And I think the public at large uh, appreciate that. I think they really do, Al. I think that has been something that's been very noticeable. Um, Al, as a family, you've all been well through this period. Um, your mum and your family back in India, they've been okay, have they? Yes, so um, uh, COVID in India has affected mainly the really big cities like Mumbai, Delhi, Chennai, the smaller cities and um, uh, more rural areas have been relatively unaffected. Uh, apart from the huge financial uh, effect, you know, effects from local lockdowns, uh, that's a huge problem. Um, here in the UK, uh, we've all kept very well. None of us have fallen ill. And um, my wife has been able to carry on with her business. Uh, my son has a, um, a job at a local uh, uh, store on Queen's Road, so he's kept working. And two of our kids are waiting for board exam results. So uh, that's been uh, difficult in some ways because they might... Uh, I think both of them would have done well with exams if they had sat, sat them. So we don't know uh, how that's going to pan out uh, in terms of their results. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we are. Mm. And we'd like to do just a shameless plug for the tiny bakery that Lindsay works at. That's been really busy, hasn't it? Yeah. She's been the number one bakery in Leicester. As that's right. That's the one. That's yeah, the yeah. one on, on Clarendon Park Road. Yeah. She's been really busy making lots of bread, and people have been queuing and. That's that's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's you know she's got a uh, she's got a very committed, sorry, um, dedicated, committed customer base who don't uh, who've queued, yeah, who've queued, who've put orders in by telephone, who've had stuff delivered. So her bakery, her business has been open almost all the way through. She's taken a couple of weeks off more recently, uh, partly to give her staff a break. Fiona, I'm, I'm really sorry. My dog is whining and it wants to... That's fine, Al. Go and, go just give and me one sec. You can chop yeah. that bit out, can't yeah. you? So, Al, just as we finish, is there anything you think the Lord's been teaching you or speak to, speaking to you about over this time? 
Um, I'm really grateful for for his blessings. I'm really grateful for health, strength, um, and security. And um, I feel uh, an opportunity to for, for people to reflect on on the wider meaning of of life on Earth. Um, I think it's it's been a time for some people to reflect on their own spiritual journey even at work people have mentioned it on a few occasions and i think in that respect uh i think what we heard on on sunday just gone about the the parable of the sower if you listen to radio four the same sermon was on radio four by the way sunday worship uh but uh, just the idea that we are the fertile ground and this is our opportunity to uh really sow sow the gospel Thank you, Al. That's fantastic. Really encouraging to uh, to hear from you. And uh, yeah, lots of love um, and uh, love to Lindsay as well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Bye. Bye.